0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 3rd of November 2019. It's quite something when you when you remember the snow up here, North Ontario, this year, which was right up until the beginning of June, before it started to really disappear quickly. The snow last year started in September and went right on through until, let's say, the end of May, beginning of June where I live here so I've had pretty well five months free of snow and it's back again of course, I've had it for a few days now, but it shows you how how we're getting longer and longer winters here because of global warming eh? you know something, with the taxes we have to pay on global warming and for carbon, and all, I demand my share of global warming it's my right to have some isn't it because they, really, they they put money on on or taxes on so many things that you need. I said that would happen years ago, because you're you're going into a truly a truly monitored socialized system designed a long time ago, even before World War II to an extent, and they needed all the, the they of course of course are the big organisations you're very familiar with today, with uh, CFR and Royal Institute for International Affairs, Trilateral Commission all the biggies that have branches in every country on the planet and who drafted up the unification for Europe, the unification for the Americas, if you've all forgotten about that one too and they've also drafted up one for the Pacific Rim region and no one questions why they do it because you see that they are chosen from the intelligentsia they're picked at school, universities and their the doors are just open for them, and they they really will do their job well for their paymasters because they do get paid an awful lot of money and a lot of prestige, and they get a lot of privileges you don 't get down the bottom but here we are living in a system where the same organizations which existed before World War one as far as the the group in London existed, and in fact into the 1800s we know that because the Lord Alfred Milner Group, and I have his books here that he wrote, really managed what was called the British Empire, and, and they pushed the borders further out for this empire into South Africa and different places to get the resources and the diamonds and the gold and so on. They eventually came above board and put out their name as role Royal Institute for International Affairs, but before that they were just called the Milner Group incredibly powerful organization with an inner party, literally. That's where George R. is idea, an inner party, an outer party, because of an inner circle, these organizations, and then the outer circle of helpers, as you call it. And that's where that really comes from. And we've been living through it in our whole lives, and before we were born, it was all there, and affecting our parents and grandparents as they went through world wars to make it all happen, a globalized society. Not just any old globalized society. You understand, if you want to do something in society or where you've got millions and billions of people on the planet who might object, then whatever you push, you must do it through crisis. And then you come forward to save them all. So it's either war crises or famine crises or whatever it happens to be, or plagues even. Don't forget, we have awfully effective bio-warfare organizations working for different high-level governments and departments. But yeah, there's nothing that cannot be done, but they always come forward is to help you, you see. The same with Monsanto. Monsanto came forward at the time with its modified and genetically modified vegetables and so on, and slapped patents on them, and came out with their own pesticides too, and herbicides, etc., which you had to use with, the, with their particular seeds, and the Terminator genes so farmers couldn't save the seed and replant it. Total monopoly of the food supply was the, the purpose of it. So the farmers had to go back every year to buy seed, and they, they had to buy the, the chemicals and so on. So you, you understand, everything is done under the guise of feeding the world, but there was no, no problem with food for the world before they came along, you see. There really wasn't. And we remember for those who can remember the, the hullabaloo about so oh, we need this to save the world we need it to save." no that was their advertising marketing slogans and so on to save the world and feed the world and all that and in reality what they did was put all the the natural seeds that, that were that had basically evolved in different areas out of business, and they gave them theirs instead. So then they're all modified stuff. But they took natural seeds to save some in those big vaults that they've got outside Norway and a few others across the planet that we're all paying for in case the elite have to re- rebirth the world for themselves and survive in the future. But what's astonishing to me is how much they, they've written about their agenda. And of course it's an old story too, if you repeat uh, what they've written from their agenda, from their own books, then your conspiracy theorist. Uh, that is a, an amazing psychological trick, that, isn't it? Because I guess it works on some people who will simply start parroting your conspiracy theorist and, and they won't even look at the book or the information that you have. And that standard, uh, this is well understood in psychology and behaviorism because they've been studying it so long and they know exactly... The trends of thought that will be adopted by most people, not just through The bits and bytes of information. That's how it is. Most folk don't read through things. They they get bits and bytes of information as they're passing into their car and the radio and so on or or going in the house and they're walking from the kitchen to the living room and they hear bits and bytes of of repetitive, repetitive, repetitive information. And eventually uh, they, they have viewpoints on things that they've downloaded, been downloaded with and they haven't thought through them. And why should you? Because you understand... You've been trained in a society uh, to believe the media. Uh, well, who, who has rubber-stamped the media <laughs> to be the, uh, the, the emissaries of God, huh? to tell you what's right, wrong, and true and false? But people accept that they are. But not that long ago, they didn't. Most folk didn't trust media because they had a long understanding of media moguls, who they were, in fact, and the big chains and what their viewpoints were and what their agendas were and what businesses were involved with and so on. Today that that really isn't isn't there. They took a lot of time and and money to retrain us all to believe what they say must be true simply because their authorized personnel tell us so. Uh, And it works very well with most people. After all, why should they be lying to you? That's That's how naive we are today. That's how it, these are the same media organizations, the same you know, often intergenerational uh, who led us through wars telling us the same nonsense, you know. And it's for the good of this and good of that, so we all die off and pay for it and we're still paying for world wars. So uh, the reality of this world is that you'll never really, really get the truth on what it's about because you're not meant to. The the reason that they gave you what was called a deep state, this term deep state that came out with Trump's uh, inauguration, was really something that's been there before World War II. They had huge meetings at the end of World War I uh, and with the League of Nations to to draft up this this socialist... uh, When I mean socialist, I'm talking about the totally scientific control of every person on the planet from birth to death, that's socialism. Where really, you're an organ of the state. And, you, and you, are, you work and live for the state. That's your purpose. And you won't, you won't have any other duty but to work for the state and live for the state. And that, that was put forward in the early days, very openly, by the Fabian Society, the socialists. And you're like, uh, yeah, you, you had um, H.G. Wells and but George Bernard Shaw, who said that you will not exist if, unless you you're, exist for us, the state, the rulers of the state. And you have, to, you have to come to us and tell us why we should keep you alive. And so, socialism is not a happy welfare state, folks. Like, they're giving you now to put everybody at ease before they hit you. <laughs> no, no. Socialism is literally, you have no mind of your own. You have a duty like a robot, and that's why people struggled and fought against it so hard after the big communist scares and the takeovers before World War II. And then afterwards, of course, went into the Cold War. Where you're living in a, a, a you're paranoid, you're living in a society under such a totalitarian regime because there's incredible punishments if you don't go along with it. And uh, China's already, which is still, <laughs> forget, a communist country. Isn't that amazing how we're so tricked and we're so gullible and so stupid? We're, we are stupid, come on. And I can remember <laughs> when, when they brought out, uh, after signing the, the agreements that, that China would be the manufacturer for the whole of the planet, basically, through the free trade and the GATT agreements with China all drafted up again by your private organisations like the Royal Institute for International Affairs and CFR and Trilateral Commission. And they told they told her in the West, it'd be so great, you know, be, oh jobs, jobs, jobs. But they didn't tell you it was going to be jobs for China and you would lose all your jobs back home because you wouldn't be making anything anymore. And it's true with departments of finance that there still exists for creating jobs and so on. but we, we don't need them anymore really because we're not making anything except debt. But China, I can remember when how how so it's so silly how they introduce something into this and how it works. It's so simple, because so little is given to you to actually argue about the points of, of it. But, but the, the media and the television came out with China. Well, suddenly, uh, you saw so little vendors in China on the street selling things, and and they say, "Oh, capitalism is good." and that's a kind of propaganda that we were given in the west by our own masters you see so the communists were suddenly going to be the capitalists wrap your mind around this so we in the west who supposedly fought communism not just a monetary system but a social system of control where you exist to serve the state the state is god there's no other gods before it and you will obey or else And we fought that, but suddenly we gave all our factories that to China and even paid for the transfer as they uprooted the factories over to China for the big corporations. And your masters that you still vote for, and you know they're not masters, they're front people, but they they told you it was going to be so lucrative for you and, and as job after job. I saw the factories in Ontario collapsing one after the other as they all moved. And at the same time they opened up the what they called the the, the Mexican uh, corridor, where they set up factories too for a temporary time um, for, for for to get slave labor in, uh, in Mexico, everything to destroy what was here you see and here you are in a service economy like as Britain already was before all before it happened here, and you, you paddle in the pool like a dog paddling in the pool. But until you're exhausted, that's what a service economy is, and you run out of energy, and, and you, you drown. And all the economists talked about that back in the 70s in Britain. If you went into a, Euro, a true European amalgamation, that would happen. And here we are in America doing the same thing, because the same organisations drafted up agreements for, for the Pacific Rim region and so on and, and Peace and uh, Prosperity Partnerships. They have all these terms for their different deals. It's all the same deals, by the way. And we pay for it all, for so-called up-and-coming countries that we were the, the top countries for finance. Now now we're sinking, but that's what was designed. We had to come down as we financed our countries to come up. Well, what a deal, eh? But not only that, look at the big, big picture here. And the big picture is a new system. You, you're, you're already in it. Uh, most folk, as a, again, with their constant daily training through bits and bytes of info, don't think through things, but they will come to the, to the desired uh, conclusions that their masters want them to believe in. And they do, without question, because there's no one there on mainstream, you know, the, 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 organ, the, the authorized authority figure. There's no one come out and tell them differently, you see. Anybody who who comes out to tell you something else is obviously a conspiracy theorist, you see. And and they've trained the public to even turn on them. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Ha ha. Uh, So when you get someone uh, coming out, when they were trying to find out who supposedly got the the conversation between Donald Trump and uh, the president of the Ukraine, or the the guy who's dealing with it all, and went through a military, US military station, I guess, the call, and a come, guy comes forward, and supposedly he says he heard this conversation happening. Well, number one, why was he listening in, or who was he really working for? This guy, this so-called colonel, who was from the Ukraine but was brought up in America, and like, it's quite an interesting little history. But what's interesting is, he, About the deep state—it was his duty to come forward and talk about it. You see, and others jumped in on, on, on it too. But one of them actually said, I'll put the article up, he actually admitted, he says, it's our duty to, to thank God for the deep state. So here's a spy basically, in the CIA telling you, thank God for the deep state. And then he, he was reprimanded for saying that. Because you see, all of you out there are not supposed to believe there is such a thing as a deep state. You're supposed to believe you're in some kind of a uh, freed uh, country. Uh, even though the U.S. is a republic, but it's got a democratic republic, you see, where you're allowed to vote. But you're supposed to believe that you run the country. What a joke. I mean, does anybody really believe that you, you the people run the country? But this deep state, you see, is another feature that came out before World War Two, with a group that Milner uh, still ran. And uh, with his Royal Institute for International Affairs and... Uh, And they've had meetings, annual meetings, sometimes biannual meetings across the planet, for all all the top politicians and the CIA guys and FBI and MI five guys and MI six. Every country ends up going there. They're all members of it because you see, it's a global agenda, and it's just the peoples of the world that don't know because. Uh, you you might, I don't know, um, uh, uh, if, they, if they cut off your, your, your internet supply, for, you might start thinking about things, but until that happens, I don't think you will. Uh, but, but you understand that you're the problem. All of you, are, that's why they have this deep state agenda. We are not supposed to know. You're supposed to believe it's all real. It's all in the up and up. And all the politicians are real people just like you and they've got your, your best interests at heart. We've been living and in integrating into this globalist society, which is definitely a, a planetary society, with an authority at the top. The 2030 part of the Agenda 21 agenda is to do with the sustainability, it's a totally integrated planet with rulership, which means government, you understand that? And we're living through it step by step by step. And, yeah, they'll bring more crisis on, real or imaginary. doesn't matter. They can just say it is, and so that's what it's going to be. And, and and they'll integrate the planet under the guise of emergencies and save, to save us all. That's what the whole hype with the climate change thing's about. It really is. And I, I've mentioned before, the Club of Rome said that. They, 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 they were tasked with... Getting a way to unite the world, some kind of crisis or something, so, so they, they said we hit upon global warming or, 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 or famine, plague, uh, drought on a, on a world world scale, things like that, that that would fit the bill. therefore man was the enemy, and he was making it happen. that's in their own writings, yeah. and when they when they get on board with something that's tasked by the United Nations. Uh, all your government uh, politicals are all be on board immediately with. They all know who their master is. They really do, and they'll all part of the same things, and they're pledged towards it. They're completely pledged towards it. There's an interesting phenomenon happens uh, in society. It's understood in military, and it's understood with anyone who takes up arms down through the, the centuries for rebellions or, or for. for ...revolutions and so on. It's as old as can be going back into ancient times... ...when men especially get together... ...and they, they, they're all certain... ...of what they're, they're pledging to do... ...which is going to cost their cost their lives if they get caught... ...and things like that. They, they understand and they make an oath... ...they always make an oath... ...to stick by the same story... ...no matter what happens or what contrary evidence is brought forward in the future, should they feel, And that's what they do. Now the same thing happened, which, we get all these shows of it, examples of it, and most folk don't even notice, or they forget it so quickly. But when George Bush was in, the, the junior, I call him Junior Bush, was in after nine eleven, 11 and he was surrounded with neocons, we all know that, neocons, and... Uh, these are the guys who want war across the Middle East and the planet and so on, and Latin America. Never changes. Some of them came out. Some of the, the helpers came out and handlers who were well paid to do what they're doing and kind of advise capacities. And they mentioned that when they were all coming in with intelligence, about Iraq especially. Now remember, Iraq had nothing to do with bombing the towers 9-11 in 2001. But eventually, Bush and his crew at the top wouldn't allow any intelligence to come in unless it tallied with, with their agenda. <laughs> in other words, tell us what we want to hear. And if you if you don't have what we want to hear, don't come in. They turned them away. So they, they, they took all the phony stuff about weapons of mass destruction. They even employed students that, that fled from Iraq who were political refugees, in a sense, who came up and drafted up a lot of these stories. So anyway, that's what they ran with to get us all into a war. And it was interesting times because in the Canadian papers uh, some of some of them even had uh, carried the same article on Iraq being having nothing to do with nine eleven and it mentioned in the papers that that so slickly had the coordination. Of the newspaper groups in the States all swung together, obviously on board with an agenda, again, all pledged to, you know, so you make your pledge and you all stick together with the same thing. Uh, the, 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 and it, it gradually, quickly and slickly swung the whole crisis thing over to Iraq. The, within a two or three months, Americans started to believe, they were doing polls and surveys as they were doing it to Do see how well it was working. And most Americans believed that Iraq was behind it. It was done so slickly. And then during the inquiry, after they decimated Iraq into the Stone Age, which was the intention, according to, uh, uh, it was Kissinger actually wanted that to happen, I think. He said, if would be fair, if it, went, it was bombed in the Stone Age, and he could never regroup as a, a strong nation again, that was the intention. Uh, came out an inquiry, and, and George Bush said himself, "Well, I never said Iraq was had ended to with nine eleven. But Saddam was a bad man, and we're better off without him." That was that was that was the answer to taking a nation's military across the world and and putting into the stone age a whole people. Think about that. Hmm? Think about that, and don't forget those guys. Uh, they were under Wolfowitz under and the rest of these characters And they're all trained by the same professor These neocons at the time Who believed in who, We've got to give the public a white hat Black hat scenario like the westerns And make we it all seem that we're the good guys You see you understand, the, the, All you're given all the time is propaganda And deception For agendas which you're not meant to understand because if you knew the truth about them, you really wouldn't like it. And it's much better when you don't understand them, then you can't complain. Or you, you don't have the ammunition to complain with. You would have data. That's the ammunition. But that's what we live in today. And it's so perfected that most folk don't know. What it comes out is, I say, like a, like a, it's more than a nugget. When you hear <laughs> today's uh, announcements, oh yeah, and, and, and there's, there's a spy getting shouted down by a superior for, for mentioning to the press that, thank God for the deep state, uh, and we in the intelligence, basically, they run it. Well, are you voting those guys in, this, this real government system? Of course you're not. This will blow over, too, and people will forget it very quickly. And you'll be back to slumber again and thinking it's all real. But that's how we're managed That is how we're managed And that's what again uh, The Lord Alfred Milner Group Came to in this big They had m- hundreds of think tanks Still on the go today Across the planet To, to help shape the, shape the culture In fact in every country Including Japan even you know, all run from a central hub And step by step by step They re-alter society And all the natural norms in society uh, to, for, for the agenda which they're, they're bringing in. And the last ones to bring in are the ones who finance it all, which is mainly at the moment the US That's the big tax base to, to, to finance all and all the all the the, the things which um, these they, they believed in for uh, since her birth basically in the U.S. You watch they 've been taken away step by step, and the people being transformed into the uh, the collectivist society with, or their children are and <laughs> no one 's asked what they think about it. and and everyone's so so mused, bemused amuses are an awfully good term because you 're under a spell when you 're bemused or amused even that 's why you had the muses you're under you 're enchanted to an extent. Today you're enchanted by all the the, the big marketing uh, splurges they give you and how wonderful the high-tech stuff all is. It's so wonderful. Uh, But it doesn't tell you why it's wonderful, because it's not freeing you up for it. It can certainly drag your life out through the internet, you know, staring at a screen. But uh, apart from that, and apart from the fact of spying on you all the time and and literally analyzing you with with every little punch, the, the keys that you make... How is it really benefiting you? Oh, we get wonderful colours and a higher pixel rate. But well, 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 come on here, <laughs> and they're giving you five G and so on. I might, I might just touch on that tonight. But again, you're not supposed to know what's going on. You're, you really are not supposed to know. And you, you can see when when someone comes out as a real whistleblower where it's a matter of conscience or whatever ever drives them, to let the people know something that's going on somewhere, you can see the incredible backlash, because these people are considered ultra-dangerous if they have evidence of what the governments have really been up to. And these governments are all connected across the planet, folks. They really are. How else can you bring in a global system? Eh? They've all, they're all got handouts from the World Bank, which is based in the U.S., and along with their handouts from the World Bank and IMF, that, that manages it all for them, uh, there's a whole stipulation of things, they must accept this change the societies and their culture and all the rest of it to suit this unified system that we've already got here. It's quite something, eh? Right? Quite something. And what's comical to me, and there's many things are comical to me, the very fact that most folk think it's all so real. The the system and then they've got rights and all that. You'll you'll soon find out about your rights is coming. The hullabaloo about What's been leaked to the public to say oh my god, they're telling the public uh, And praising the deep state But you think about it and they're hammering Trump for supposedly making a deal um, with, with, With the top guy over in the Ukraine uh, to give them information before they to give them the loans or the money, I guess, from the World Bank or so. Uh, well, that's what that's what the U.S., through the World Bank, is doing across the world to, with every loan they give out. There's a, a whole list of things they must comply with and must change. The Africans have been, have been saying no to a lot of these changes because it's changes to the culture which they actually won't take. Say, no way. No way. But we accept it all here, eh? It's all been done here for because we're getting freer, you see When we're completely dysfunctional, then we'll be utterly free You understand, when you get into a stage uh, That we are meant to be completely dysfunctional And, uh, and nothing will work anymore we're, It's not far off now, it really isn't It really isn't And I, I've got to hand it to the ones at the top I, it's, no, it's no miracle they, they can actually do it, not with incredible financing and the huge, massive think tanks working on every, every facet of civilization and society and culture. It's, no, it's not surprising what they can do to the public. And with the behavioral insights teams now all over the internet managing us all, it's quite easy to do. But you've got to admit, they're, they're slick enough about it. And it's all done through deception. Make you believe that you're free and so on. And personally, you know, I, I belong to an old school, and um, I mentioned it before, it's from a, a Celtic background. And, and we, have a, we, we generally, down through the ages, have had an awful allergy to tyranny. Uh, we just really break out all the time. When we get tyranny, just, you can't stand it, you know. But isn't it astonishing, uh, even in those Celtic countries that I've left, To look back and to see them being hammered and destroyed in the same way and going socialist. Totally socialist. Total management of the public. They're all children, perpetual children. You can't manage yourselves. You're dysfunctional, yada, yada, yada. We have to do it all for you. Now, don't have children. Don't have children. I guarantee you, uh, I, I really think that and they admit this at uh, the United Nations that they've got Scotland so beautifully on the path of complete socialism that I think Scotland will be one of the first countries that will have mandatory licensing and and checkups and so sort on of for those who who are permitted to have a license to have a child. I can see that coming. It has been said that George Orwell's idea of a future would be, and one of his worries would be. Of censorship of literature and data basically be censored in a totalitarian regime and Aldous Huxley in Brave New World had a different approach that we'd be so flooded with data but it would all be entertainment pornography and things like that that um, that's how we'd submit to to being ruled in a kind of fantasy land of make-believe by totalitarian, a totalitarian regime, basically, at the top. A painless servitude, as, as Huxley called it, where you'd enjoy being a servant or, or even a slave. And most folk today, really, if, if you if you have no idea of your own history, especially if your struggles of your own parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents, and so on, And most folk don't today. Uh, The struggles that they've had and the horrors they had to go through and the wars they had to go through and sacrifice too for for reasons which they didn't even really understand themselves because you never told the truth when it comes to big moves like a, a world war. But those at the top certainly published enough about it saying they needed a world war to get the nations to give up their sovereignty so they could be ruled. And again, from the same institutions I've mentioned already. So you've got to really, really look at things and and understand what's really behind things. But we're we're nudged in so many ways, so many ways we're nudged into, especially opinions you're supposed to adopt. And don't think even in certain 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 topics are simply banned. It's like big big red flag. Don't go here. Don't look at that. You're bad if you do. But there's nothing that, you, that should be prohibited from investigation. Nothing at all. If it's prohibited, then something's wrong, and someone is ruling you for reasons which they're not going to tell you. It's quite simple. Now again, back to the twenty thirty idea. Which is a part of the agenda for the 21st century. Remember that the whole, so much has to be accomplished in a hundred years this century. This is a century of transition or change, as it talked about in the last century at the universities. This vague term, for but insiders always knew what they're on about. But a whole bunch of, uh, so many different uh, parts of it have to be, have to be brought to, to bear. And you can go, go way back again, like I say, even before World War One where the think tanks that uh, were fomenting revolutions and planning revolutions at the time, talks about their biggest opposition, the problem they had, were men, naturally. It's always men that fight the the battles and go off and get slaughtered and kill each other. But it was also men who would stand up against uh, unlawful governments and have rebellions. And men at one time had families. So families were something that which gave them an added responsibility that they would definitely stand up for collectively. And governments hated that. H.G. Wells talked about it. He says, under socialism, we won't have the problem of groups forming to to stand against some, some lawful order from government or whatever it happened to be. He said... Because the state will be supreme, there'll be no gods, so there's no religion, there's no. When you have no other rights from some other source, you see, uh, it's harder to get people to unite to fight something against a totalitarian system. But once you have a state that's there, and people still did, mind you, they still formed groups, even local committees for the complete, but their councils, they could chase councils or council members out of the chamber if they were involved in skullduggery of some kind or another, and generally just some conning schemes and embezzlement, things like that. They used to do that. That was quite common. Even when I was a child, that would happen. And governments hated that, naturally. They don't like being thrown up, and they don't like having their their power challenged. And uh, and that shows you what what democracy is, when those who are supposedly put in charge to look after things on your behalf really uh, are angry when you want to have them open the books. That shows you who really is the boss. As H. U. E. R. said, he says when government's in control, you won't have that problem. There'll be nothing. They can't say, "Well, you, you, that's going against our religion or what God gave us as rights or whatever." And you have nothing else to go by. You see, and and then the state will be your, your your master. That'll be your new god, and they will treat you as though they were a god, and they'll be ruthless, etc. Uh, that's what h u e. l thought was wonderful. And with it, with if they could demolish the family unit, the same agenda as communism, by the way. You see, there are two sides of everything that work together always in this system. And they give you capitalism and communism, but it's all one. It's the dialectic to get you to a certain point. That's what it's about. But uh, yeah, as H.E. Wells said, they wouldn't have that problem anymore. You would do what you're told, you would have nothing you stand up and say, we we'll got rights from God or whoever it happened to be. And, and you wouldn't have a common culture anymore once you destroy your religion, for instance. And you destroy the family unit especially, uh, then the man won't stand up for anything. Especially if they make the woman hostile to the man. <laughs> Think about that too. You realize that everybody that thinks they're getting rights has actually been turned an, an enemy of something else. Until you're all dysfunctional. And then you'll never stand for anything. But it really, really matters. You'll stand for all the relevant things. That are getting pushed to take away to take away your freedoms and rights. Isn't that wonderful? But when it comes to real danger times and so on, which will lie ahead, uh, you'll have nothing to stand up to to help you because you've made enemies of them all. And it's a well laid out agenda, and this is not paranoia, and it's not uh, conspiracy theory. It's, there's lots of writings out there by people who actually make it happen. And they even have their books published And say it was a wonderful idea But along with it too comes the 5G thing Think about that too Where they want the whole world integrated And you look up 5G and you say Well what are they talking about 5G And it doesn't matter where you look up They're not going to tell you much You say oh you maybe get faster download speeds All this hype and hype And and, and billions and billions of our tax money Getting put into these Because the biggest welfare system Is corporate welfare as you know For the right kind of people and it's to change the world again eh? change the world well what does that mean you you maybe they can get two movies one for each eye you know it could be separate and you see two two different movies at the same time and as you get you know gaga with with entertainment no, but they won't really tell you what it's all about but it's for the connection of a totally surveilled society everywhere in the forest everywhere at the seaside you name it Uh, complete surveillance like never before with with everything that you even wear, with little chips in them and so on, and the fibers, they already have that, communicating with other computers all all around you constantly, constantly, you're paying for it. You're breathing the stuff in, for goodness sake. Nanoparticles. Did anybody ask you if you minded? Do you realize you better throw this idea of freedoms out the window completely because you're never asked about anything Anything, anything at all that, that really affects you in a big way. You're never asked, and you've never been asked. But you have these people thrown forward, these other front folk thrown forward as somehow, you know, you should follow these, these geniuses of finance and so on. Well, really, I don't see that written down in any charter of rights or, or any, any constitution. You're supposed to follow these new gods. Because that's what they're coming, they're putting, they, they are putting them forward as gods, so I hope you understand that. You don't vote them in. But they, they, they're also getting billions of your tax money for their big private projects. Hmm? You know they're front people, but regardless, it's quite something, as they keep telling you you've got democracy and rights and so on. Are you so schizophrenic, you, you can't differentiate the two, of having rights and a democracy? I <laughs> like the American one better. That's why it was the of the world, you know, a, a government run by the people for the people, and so. On. At least in paper, it looked awfully good and appealing, and it did happen at one time. It, it really, again, it really ticked off the ones the, the globalists for a long, long time. This, this damn pain. And I read that thing I think last week too from the CFR member, the, or the week before. Where well, he said that, we've got to stop hitting the Constitution dead on, head on, and go around it, and over it, and under it, and build bridges all over the place, but that way you won't have a conflict with it, just, just ignore it, and well that's what they've done, you see. It's quite something. And the world watches, at least some of the world watches that, uh, that's aware of things, and they see that the same things happening in their own countries, or they're living in countries where they never really had those, those particular rights. I mean, Britain came out of World War Two after fighting National Socialism, and they came out as, as National Socialists at the end of it. Pretty and the, the wealthy elite loved it. The top bankers loved it. The ones who really run them. Not not, not your local banker, but the ones who lend to, to governments. They want that. They're like an ordered society where the peasantry just does what is told by a hierarchy of totalitarian regimes. They, they, they like that. It's more efficient, they say, this freedom thing is awfully, awfully inefficient, you got rights and you'll stand up and delay things and, and you won't go along with certain things And You're just bad children, you know I'm quite serious about this Anyway, he's, he's an, a typical article here, right? it's so typical Ready for uh, 6G it says, right? 6G, how artificial intelligence will shape the network of the future with 5G networks rolling out around the world, engineers are turning their attention to the next incarnation. Well, they haven't told you what the 5G incarnation is. That's how they do it, eh? But they, they go into about mobile phone technology, and you know, it changes the way we understand and interact with the world and so on. And it's so true, we don't interact with the world at all. We just bump into each other. And it says the latest technology, the fifth generation of mobile standards of 5G, is currently being deployed in select locations around the world. They won't tell you where, though. And that raises an obvious question, of what factors will drive the development of the sixth generation? Well, tell us all about the five one first. What they, they hint at to is, it will we'll, connect to all the cars, you see. And remember, too, under Agenda 21, I mentioned in the future, and this very shortly, there'll be no private vehicles. No private vehicles, this is in it, no, no privately owned vehicles. There'll be essential vehicles only, the one you're living inside these cities, you see. And off the countryside as well Read it, don't, if you think it's conspiracy Read the darn thing, you can get it from United Nations It's up on their websites And every country signed on to it But they do mention, as they say, that You'll eventually have, in, in the meantime to, to get you off the cars They'll get to put you into the driverless cars And things like that in the process in the meantime So you won't have, get too angry and ticked off But think about it too, they can also stop you from driving we had that before with the organisations that they had had the satellite control of the cars when it gets stolen or whatever, and yada yada yada. But it could also, it, it, there were so many articles came out initially. It was what OnStar they called it. It could lock you in the car even you couldn't get out. By the same token, it could turn it off your car and you couldn't drive anywhere. I mean, they, they, you look at if you are buying things, it should be right to use them. And it shouldn't be someone else gets, some third party gets the right to use it as well Or turn it off or whatever, or stop you using it You always think about the negative things because it's important that you do While you still have rights of any kind at all, if you actually do have rights Then researchers say 5G will stream human brain calibre artificial intelligence to wireless devices Well, personally, I'm not really uh, excited about that at all I think we're already having the effects of these very high gigabyte streams and we, we have, I won't even go into all the, the data about the health effects in the brain and the huge piles of data from, from Switzerland and Sweden and different countries that are way ahead of us. And then it's again world's first 6G white paper builds cornerstones for 2030 wireless intelligence. Mm-hmm. One after the other, lots of artists. I'll put some of them up for those who want to plow through them And then making 5G work indoors is a huge task for operators Well, really, I, I don't I would personally want my house shielded And if I lived in, in a city street or something I would definitely want it street Could you imagine the power of, of all these different ones Using their, their 5G network systems And routers around you, etc what a field to be living in. Remember, too, this, this is not hogwash. This is uh, was studied uh, with one of the big blackouts down the eastern coast some years ago. And the social work services, the, the police services of the cities all down that eastern coast said there, there was far less domestic problems or violence or robberies. And, and, and there was no road rage or anything like that. It all went quiet. As folk lit and they, they, they claim this is what they came out with they, they studied it and they, they found it that the, we live and we, we live inside cages of electricity in our houses and you, all around your house not your walls and over your ceilings you've got wires and these wires are literally cre- they, they're a cage that's what they create and you, you are a 60 uh, cycle hertz cycles a minute um, frequency buzzing all the time and they find when, when that's turned off, during these big blackouts, we become more peaceful and quiet uh, good and contented. We're not agitated because this frequency agitates you. It's not good for you, folks. We're not meant to live in cages of electricity like this. And now you've got these 5G things buzzing all around you, going through you in a microwave frequency. Wonderful. Let's all be excited about it, right? Uh, so I'll we'll put that up. And then... Um, and Gartner predicts outdoor surveillance cameras will be the largest market for 5G Internet of Things solutions over the next three years. We'll put that one up too. And test bed for 5G powered drones coming to North Carolina. That's just swell, isn't it? I remember they had that too in 1984, the movie that I think um, was it John Hurt was in and Richard Burton. Where they little, literally, Winston's shaving, and uh, a helicopter comes up one by one, just going from window to window, looking in, and you're getting spied on. What's well, even better because we're, we're the 5G embedded all over the place, and you'll be watched all the time. And don't forget, too, all the studies that I read over the years about as they, as they test us, and they used old folks' uh, homes. And 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 the streets for the elderly where they have homes where they have visits and during the day. And they put in cameras and the, the people were not comfortable. They were always aware these cameras were watching them. But they found out if they put in the little fisheye ones all over the place and little tiny microphones, then you get used to it. You ignore, start to ignore them and you'll act more normally. Well, it's the same. Oh, isn't that, we are the true test rats, aren't we? Huh? And we don't get to vote on any of this stuff. Mind you, most of us don't think about asking for the right to vote on it. That's how tamed and domesticated we are. So anyway, test for 5G-powered drones coming to North Carolina. And then AT&T, and Uber partner on 5G drones for ride-sharing, deliveries and industrial IoT. And then 219, triangle Smart city Summit features 5G networks and drones. And that was from uh, September. It's already over and done with. They have these summits all over the place, but you don't hear much about them generally. It's quite something. And all the studies they do show you that we're not we're really not any happier with all this stuff. I think I think it stimulates your depression in people uh, it, because after all, every frequency in, out there can, if, it's, if it matches up the frequency of any cell tissue in the body it can start changing uh, the functions of that tissue or make it secrete or whatever happens or not secrete certain enzymes or hormones even. This is well understood as well. I did shows in that years ago. Anyway, and then you get back to the crisis. They can't do anything without creating the appearance of a crisis. And I must admit, it was a good idea for the Club of Rome to hit upon weather because most folk don't remember too much of weather. And your lifespan is so short and most folk are living in artificial environments from their car to their house to whatever uh, they don't take too much notice of it so it's easy to make, to terrify them with natural weather they really don't i've tested it myself and people over the years uh, uh, when i used to, a, uh, used to have a little store up the road there and i'd see the characters there and uh, one guy was a an old, uh, an old english fella and he he honestly couldn't remember for one year to the next what the weather was like. So it was easy for him to get terrified reading articles about it. Anyway, there's an article that says the Guardian newspaper goes Orwell on climate. That's one uh, one uh, up about the article. And it says it's prominent on the list is the Guardian's formal adoption of the pejorative term denier. These are all these nasty terms like if you're a Holocaust denier, now you're, now you're a weather denier. You know, and a climate change denier, you know, like, like a crisis uh, term, like a crisis denier, <laughs> because it's supposed to be a crisis, you see uh, So you're a bad person, bad person And the elimination of the word sceptic to describe people attempting to correct the record on climate It tells you, you know, they're changing terms to be used to, to terrify you all the more Climate emergency or climate crisis is to be used instead of climate change before it was just climate it's weather, you know. We have weather programs, and and I'm, I'm tuning in to see what the weather is tonight or for tomorrow. Or now it, then it turns to, to weather, where climate change. Eventually, when they couldn't get enough, crises is happening. Now it's climate crisis, and climate science denier is, is another term that they're using now, or climate denier to be used instead of climate skeptic. Use global heating, not global warming. If you're going to use it, don't don't say global warming. Say global heating. You see. And greenhouse gas emissions is preferred to carbon emissions or carbon dioxide emissions. Use wildlife and not biodiversity. Use fish populations instead of fish stocks. See, So I've got that one there and I've got the one from the Guardian itself. I'll put it up next to it to, to show you. That it's, it's not made up stuff. It's true. <laughs> it's true what they're putting out now. And you understand these are the terms, the, not the terms, but the techniques that were all well tried and trusted after I've been trying them all out in the old communist countries, when they were when they actually were communists, that's exactly the techniques they used to what to say, what to call things and so on. It's all been done before, you see, and now it's applied to this. And then they'll shun you if you're a bad person and you won't go along with it, and you're bad, bad, you know. And when you say denier, obviously you you it's lumped in the Holocaust. And you've already got a guilt complex with that already, so it, that's why they're using denier. Uh, it's disgusting, the techniques that they use, isn't it? There's nothing cheap enough to use on the public at other things' expenses. And uh, that artic- actual article from the Guardian is why we are th- rethinking the images we use for climate journalism. And so the editor, Fiona Shields, explains why they're going to be using fewer polar bears and more people to illustrate our coverage of the climate emergency. It's a climate emergency, don't you know? There you go. We've also had... Jane Fonda, again, they, they're bringing out these, these ageing act- actors and actresses they are way over the hill, who made a career either taking their clothes off or protesting something or, or demanding that you all go communist. That's what Jane was she was called, Hanoi Jane at one point. And, and she's always protesting something, you know. She, she's Jane Fonda protesting this and Fonda protesting that. And now she's on about the climate now as well. Uh, anything for attention, isn't it? It's quite quite something with these characters. Now here's another one from governing the states and localities is called, and its green roof requirements are on the rise. Remember a few years ago, they they come up with all these ridiculous things. That's what Besmerov said too, as to push all the socialistic, communistic ideas. It doesn't matter where they spend your money as long as they blow it all over the place on silly things. So they're they're, they're putting green on all the roofs and even. Soil and turf and top of buildings And things like that, you see It's come up with these wacky ideas Over the last few years And it says, governing the states and localities So they're governing you, you see It sounds better than just ruling you But really ruling you is what they do It says, green roof requirements are on the rise To meet their energy goals Cities are starting to make new buildings And have solar panels or vegetation atop You see I remember they tried it a few years ago and, and there were buildings collapsing. So I'll put this article up and then next to it I'll put up one of them was quite one of the one of the big buildings that collapsed too when they tried that before, I right? think. This article also was another article too about the city's new green building legislation resulting in the equivalent of taking more than one million cars off the road by twenty thirty. You they don't want you driving by then. the whole some of them I think France signed it into a law, they don't want cars in. Again, agenda for twenty one, right? And you think you've got rights and freedoms and stuff, really It's all planned, folks And uh, so New York, yeah, naturally uh, says it's going to improve the quality of life for New Yorkers for generations to come And I'll put that one up This article here from, I think, 2011 is one of the first catastrophes Largest sloping green roof collapses, it says A section of the roof at the 256,000 square foot Charles III headquarters of Pond Construction Company Aquascape crumpled to the ground on Sunday, the Chicago Tribune reported. No one was injured in the collapse, which company officials said was likely the result of an ice dam forming and preventing melting snow from draining off the roof. It may have also had something to do with the incredible weight of the roof in the first place with turf and so on and so on. There you go. But nothing's silly enough, eh? Uh, nothing silly enough. Because the whole point is to get is to get you in, and, and the children especially, who, who will be, that'll be normal for them to live in this totalitarian system to save the planet. Uh, they'll think it's all quite natural and all real, you know. The Incity Tech Collaborative is working on a tool that will make urban heat data more accessible to planners, especially in Chicago, where the prototype is slated for testing early 2020. And they're going to do basic stuff too, even putting white roofs on instead of dark ones just to, you know, that kind of thing to reflect the, 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 the light which, which will reflect some heat but in the cities as you know, the more they, they build the cities wider and wider and bigger and bigger they become massive concrete jungles that just, that just you know the, the heat just bounces around and reflects back and forth from buildings to roads to buildings and roads that's the problem with it, in the country it's much cooler because the, the ground, the soil uh, absorbs it but don't mention that Oh no, you're, you're a climate denier oh. So uh, I'll put these articles up And then another thing too I mentioned before When you, when you see, and you're seeing, you've been seeing it for a few years now Your choices to sustain your own life Or your family's life being taken away As they narrow your ability For instance, if they take away uh, gasoline for your car then we get an electric car. And then you got to change the batteries. Next, about forty thousand bucks or so to change batteries on them. They can't afford it, naturally. So that's you. You better live in the, these compact cities that they're building, or the old slum ones. And this because they cram us all in there under under the guise of crisis, you see. And uh, so they're taking away your ability for choices. So then now are narrowed down to to oil, right? Using oil to heat yourself or whatever. Like an oil the furnace or electricity. So, and naturally, in California, naturally, in California, right, on Tuesday, vote to ban natural gas hookups in new buildings in a historic move. Well, good. good I think they, they should just annex that whole place because I'm telling you. They used to say in Britain and in parts of Europe that, that all cancers, all social cancers that you would read about in the papers and magazines, started in California and spread outwards. And it's true, it's so true. It's the avant-garde of everything, of the whole agenda. So the landmark ordinance passed in a law Tuesday, having been approved unanimously at the City Council the previous week, amid resounding public support, by probably by other civil servants. Anyway, you can see them taking away th- things one thing at a time. And you're supposed to eventually... And they're going to putting a big tax, by the way, on, on oil instead, if you want to use oil. Now, they can live in a warm climate much easier than living in a very cold climate like where I am in Canada. And when you start taking away your choices of keeping yourself alive, you're in a dangerous situation. I hope you understand that. As they take one thing away from you after another and force you on one system. And the one system they're putting you on, they want you to be on eventually, is electric. Well, well guess what? When you're already taking away all the surplus... Your big electrical supplying um, stations, which were generally coal fueled at one time and clean coal at that for the for the for the filters upon them, the modern coal fire types uh, coal power uh, stations, you, you wouldn't see any smoke. It was literally heavily filtered and clean, basically. But that is facts. Don't matter. You see, you you can't remember all energy. And this is from the writings of those at the top inside the Department for Population at the UN. The problem of the world is if you have more energy, people will be healthier and they breed more. I'm not kidding you. That's that's they have had meetings about too. So energy must be reduced. All kinds of energy, including heating and cooling and all the rest of it. Must be reduced And you get trained and trained And folk will start to die And get alone, sick and all that And they'll ration electricity to you That's all they'll have left, you see Because that's all they're going to give you They'll be wealthy at the top It's like 1984, remember When Julia brings food in She wants to smuggle real food From the headquarters of the top parties and so on And and to to Winston And he couldn't believe it Real real coffee and, and real meat And real this and real that she says, "Yeah, there's nothing those bar stewards don't have. You see, and that's how it is today, and that's how it's going to be again as they go down this this same path again of super the super Soviet, not not even Russia. That this is a Soviet means ruled by councils, non-approved councils by the public. they dis they disappear, and they're already here set up, right?" And uh, that's ruled by councils. That's where there you are. Council's for everything. Everything. And here we are. Anyway, here you go. It's all been done before, but this is the super one for the planet. And so, yeah, they're gonna start putting penalties on using oil if you try to get around it. Here, Seattle wants to be carbon neutral by 2050. Do You realize that if you were carbon neutral, you'd all be dead. All plant life would be dead as well. Everything would be dead if it's if it's carbon neutral. You understand that? The terms aren't even scientific uh, terms that they're using. New survey shows 70% of millennials would vote for socialists. success. maybe true. Maybe uh, you can make anything appealing if you tell them a lot of lies and train them in school. And especially when they don't really know what it means. Uh, when you're young, you're more gullible than ever, uh, if you don't know what you're really, really joined on to. And more than a third of millennials polled approve of communism. Uh, and uh, again, you can you can sway any poll as well if you want to. And it's meant to encourage more folk to say, oh, well, I guess I'll join that. But we are in a new system, as I say, where everything that can be done to destroy the old system is being done Mass migration comes in at a time When there's not enough work for people even here When they're talking about putting a lot of people On uh, basic incomes Paid by the state as, Like Bertrand Russell talked about In the 1940s they would do that Well here we are So why would you flood countries with people that, that, that literally you don't need to for working And you'll have to support them What's well, going to bring down the, the system Because you can't keep paying out and paying out and paying out and eventually, when it gets to the crisis state, which it probably is it already, it's artificially propped up. They'll say, well, we need a new system. You understand? It's all been done to bring in a new system. All of it. There's California, it says Prop 47 leads to a rise in shoplifting theft. 2014, Prop 47 was passed to reduce certain non-violent felonies to misdemeanors in order to free up resources for police and prosecutors to go after serious violent offenders. Data shows that after Prop 47 passed, shoplifting and thefts increased, and Fox News did a little survey on it, and shoplifting is (laughs) skyrocketing because of the, 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 the misdemeanor, so no one cares now, you see. So all these little things all help to destroy you Chip away at a functioning system Until it's more and more dysfunctional And then they'll bring a new system in at the end of it Naturally, of course they will The Fed's experiment with allowing Police officers to wear body cameras On task forces, Washington Post There's an article too It says United Nations to America Says we're the boss It's uh, Getting more and more in your face, isn't it? And it is Get more and more in your face but you really want them to just say yeah we're tyrants because they won't say that they're, 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 a tyrant always presents itself as a savior you're living through a, a very well planned and organized that's the key is organization It's an agenda. And you're not supposed to understand it or think or think it is an agenda. You should still think life will go on as forever, and you can always vote for different people and so on and so on, and it'll be okay. But when you think about it, regardless of what you think of this this Trump, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm not really into politicians at all. I think it's, they've been, we've lived under an agenda my, for my entire life. It's, it's been an agenda. And most of the politicians are all in it. In fact, any politician that Werther Assault knows exactly what their partner is and they will never admit it to the public but if you really believe it was any of it was real why do you think the whole establishment, the whole establishment, it's like the mass of the of 99% in the media, all of the, the TV media is against anything that anything that Trump's, especially with, with pulling out from wars and so on, you'd think they'd be happy be pulling away from wars. You can't. America is floundering in trillions and trillions of dollars of debt. But, but the establishment wants you to keep. It tells you that the establishment is not what you think it is, and that it, and that the reasons that they rule you is not for the reasons that you think you've been. Let's put say governed. Well, <laughs> I hope you understand what I'm saying here. And this strange deep state thing, which now they admit to, and the spies involved in, in it, are admitting to it, that the intelligence agencies and the CIA run the show. Do you vote for them? Huh? Do you vote for the intelligence agencies? Has it been written down somewhere uh, for the public, who are supposed to govern the, the country? Has <laughs> been written down for the, for the people? To, well, of course not, because you've been, you've been ruled by deception for such a long, long time That when it even comes out and they admit to it, it'll slug over folks They can't really mean that Oh <laughs> yeah, they do They do, yeah The Monroe Doctrine was the best doctrine ever proposed for the U.S. To keep out of the wars, even in the Constitution, to keep out of the foreign wars, foreign entanglements and here you are, you've been ruled by them for the last, oh, 100, and, at least 120 years. And that's about it, folks, as I say. You would think everybody would be happy, as I say, that uh, you could bring the troops home and then start looking after the, the country and even its own borders, for instance. But nope, nope, they want you to be. The big boys, that, that they've been on the go since Bush Senior to Bush Junior and through Obama. Even with Clinton, too, when they were sending daily over uh, cruise missiles into Iraq without declaring war or anything for years. They've been ruling your country for a long, long time. And then they'll demolish you, your country and put you into the Stone Age as well. Well, you can't, have, you can't heat yourself. Oh, no, you've you got to huddle up in huts now, etc., etc. Et They're all getting used, but we always do get used by them. They're tyrants. Anyway, for myself, I'm watch from Ontario, Canada, where it's, I say, it's snowing. It's good night. My dad's global warming. It's good night. Me a God, we your God school with you.